Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Oh, well, well, welcome to Christ Church. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. My name is Big Daddy D. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My name is Drake. And uh, I need to know your name, so on the count of three, say your name as loud and as proud as you can. One, two, three. Very good. Well, hey, for those of you who have been to Christ Church before, in our presence, we have people who this is their first time at Christ Church. So if you would, give them a warm Christ Church welcome at this moment. Yes. So glad. So glad that you are here with us. Hey, here at Christ Church, we believe that Christians are better when Christians are together. We believe that Christians are better when Christians are together. So I'm serious. To those of you who are new, I'm really glad you're here. And to those of you who are my friends who've been here for a long time, who have nicknames for each other, I'm really glad that you are here. I need to tell you something, but I need you to keep it a secret with those of us in this room. What happens in the worship center stays in the worship center. Because if this gets out... To any of my friends, I am going to be friendless for the rest of my life. I have recently become fascinated, obsessed, I don't know what word you want to use, with this little tiny creature that crawls around, most of you hate them, do you know what I'm talking about? Not spiders, no, I am not obsessed with those. Ants, I am obsessed and I am amazed, I am not obsessed, but just amazed and fascinated with ants. Like seriously, when you go home tonight, look up ants on YouTube. They're like the coolest things that God has ever created other than us. Like we're the coolest things. Humans are number one. And then like number two, close second is the ant. So because I have been studying ants this week, I have brought with me some ant facts. Would you like to learn some ant facts? Yes? Okay. So, ant fact number one, this will blow your mind. Most ants can survive 24 hours underwater. I can't even hold my breath for like two minutes. And these dudes can survive 24 hours underwater. The second ant fact is that some ants have no eyes. And they know where they're going. They're going above ground. They're going underground. They're going in your mama's pantry. They know how to get there. I don't know how because they don't have eyes. Ant fact number three. This is the coolest one. Ants can carry 50 times. 50 times their body weight. I don't even think I can lift my own body weight. I can do like three push-ups. And these homies can do like... 50 times their own weight. Give me your ears. Give me your ears. Give me your ears. I think this is so cool because I think that one of God's teeniest, tiniest creations understands one one of God's biggest and courageous truths, that we are better when we are together. And I found some really cool, like, actual footage of ants, but I really love this animated footage of ants of how we are better together. So if you would, turn your attention to the screen. 
stronger when we work together. A message from the Alberta Union of Provincial Employees. You're working people. The ants understand. The ants, they get it. Like we are better when we are together. And I think that the Bible, if you have a Bible, you can get it out now. I think that the Bible teaches that Christians, you guys, are better when you're together with people who follow Jesus that are the same age as you. The Bible says this in one place. It says in Proverbs 27, 17, just like, I'm not going to stab anybody, just like iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens Just like iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Just like this knife is sharpened by the same material that I have in my left hand, men sharpen one another, women sharpen one another, teenagers can sharpen one another. I want to tell you a story. Last week when we were in here, I told you the story about my friend Taylor. Taylor and I met in the junior high. This is him right here. Just want to give you a picture of him. We're, we're not in the junior high in this picture. We're not, we're not in the junior high. This, this is at the day of my wedding. So Taylor, when we were young, my parents used to tell me this line. You, your parents might have told you this too. They said this, Drake, show me your friends and I will show you your future. Some parents have said that. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So I picked friends. I chose godly, good friends who would sharpen me, help me more look like Jesus, and because of that red-headed guy right there, I am more like Jesus today than I ever would have if I didn't spend time with Taylor. We are better, Christians are better, when Christians are together with people their own age. Taylor right here, when I was talking bad about people in my school, gossiping about people, Taylor would tell me to knock it off. When I was being disrespectful to the teachers, Taylor would grab me after class and say, hey, you need to go apologize to that teacher. When I cheated on a test and Taylor knew it, Taylor told me that I needed to go confess my sin to that teacher and I did it. When Taylor told me to go do good in the world, I went and I did good in the world. I am who I am today because of that man right there. Christians are better when Christians are with people who are their own age. And I think that the Bible also teaches that Christians are better when Christians are with people who are older than them. When Christians are following people who are older than they are. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. Do you guys know who the Apostle Paul is? He wrote a lot of the New Testament, wrote some of the Bible. He was leading a church in Corinth for a little bit. And he was writing a book, to, a letter to Corinth, the church there in Corinth, after he had left that church. And he said this, he said... Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Paul was a Jesus follower, and the church in Corinth was a messed up church. They needed somebody to follow, and Paul was further along in his relationship with Jesus than most of these people in Corinth were. And so Paul said to them, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I think all of you guys, all of you teenagers need a godly adult in your life. You need somebody you can look at who looks a lot like Jesus and say, I want to live like that person right there. I want to be who they are. And for me, this guy's name was Aaron 
This is Aaron and I. Who said, oh my, come on, come on. So yes, I had blonde hair. I had blonde hair, and I'm kind of thinking about going back to blonde hair. But, yeah. So, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to blonde hair. Never. Thank you, Austin. So, this guy right here, his name is Aaron Rathbone. I am from, do you guys, anybody remember where I'm from? Oklahoma. Yeah, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. Oklahoma, I love my state. Now, I'm from Oklahoma. Aaron and I went to the same church. Aaron saw that I was a dude who needed a lot of help. I was a dude who didn't know how to follow Jesus. So Aaron, he took me under his wing, and he took me, and we ate buffalo wild wings every week. It was like the coolest thing ever. And Aaron, when I would tell Aaron how rude and how obnoxious and how annoying my parents were being, Aaron would tell me to shut my mouth, be respectful to my parents, and do what they asked me to do. When I... When I was having girlfriend problems, anybody ever been there before? Me? Just, just me and Manka, huh? Okay, I got you back there. Thanks. When I was having girl problems, Aaron was the one who would look at me and he would say, Bro, there's plenty of fish in the sea. He gave me hope, he gave me wisdom, and he gave me guidance. You guys, you guys need someone in your life who will help you follow Jesus. You need somebody who is your same age, and you need somebody who is a little bit older than you. Right now, I want you to quiet your mouth, and I just want you to rotate your head and look at the people you're sitting next to. These are the people. These are the people that will help you follow Jesus. All right, now eyes back up here. The people that you just looked at are the people who are going to help you follow Jesus. Maybe they look goofy. I'm sorry. I didn't pick them. But these are the people who are going to help you follow Jesus. Give me your ears. Give me your ears. Give me your ears. These are the people who are going to help you follow Jesus. I don't know if you put this together tonight, but I've said two types of people that you need in your life to help you follow Jesus. Number one, you need somebody in your life who is the same age as you are. There's a lot of junior hires in this room. And number two, you need somebody in your life who's older than you. There's a lot of adults in this room, college student moms and dads, aunts and uncles, a lot of people in this room who are older than you, who are wiser than you, who have been through what you are going through right now, and who can give you advice to help you follow Jesus. And if you're serious about following Jesus, then you need to be in a relationship with these people. How can you get to that relationship? Come on Wednesday nights. Some of you guys need to be here on Wednesday nights because these are the people who are sitting around you helping you follow Jesus. You need to sit in a circle with them and talk about the stuff that is going on in your life. That is why we have connection groups because some of you are here you're exploring what it means to be a Jesus follower. And these adults, they have answers to your questions. All you need to do is you need to show up, be honest with them, ask questions when you have them, and answer the questions that are thrown your 
way. So if you want to get involved, if you want to get involved, hey, you three fellows on the front, I need you guys to walk out of the worship center right now. Stand up and walk out. You guys need to be here on Wednesday nights because on Wednesday nights, this is where you get to ask questions. This is where your questions get to be answered. And you can be here and these adults are going to help you and the peers that you are sitting in the circle with, they're going to help you as well. So Wednesday night connection groups is one area where you can get this relationship with godly adults and this relationship with godly peers. The second thing that we have to offer you at Christ Church is discipleship groups. Discipleship groups, they do not meet during regular church hours, not on a Wednesday night. That's when connection group happens. They don't happen on a Sunday morning. They might happen on a Sunday night. But the point is they are groups that are committed to helping you grow closer and closer and closer to Jesus. This is a group where the people say the same. This is a group where you get to ask questions and nobody's going to make fun of you because your question is dumb. There are no dumb questions in discipleship groups. Discipleship groups are where you can go and you can be sharpened just like iron sharpens one another. And you can follow the example of godly adults who are sitting in circles with you. So we've been doing this thing for the past four weeks, really the past three weeks because we had the fall retreat last weekend. But we've been doing what we've called D-group ignition. Has anybody been to D-group ignition with their grade and their gender? Yeah. Did you guys like D-group ignition? Did you like the experience you had? You guys did fun stuff like play kickball, make s'mores. You guys put stuff on lockers. You guys cleaned and served other places. Here's the deal. I would like for all of you, every single one of you, to be involved in a D-group that doesn't meet on Wednesday nights. It is another opportunity for you to connect with godly peers and godly adults. And you might be wondering, well, how do, I, how do I get connected to my D group leaders, the people who will be in my D groups? And what I'm going to ask the, the D group leaders who meet with students outside of Wednesday nights to do right now is to just stand up so students can see who you are. If you're a D group leader, I'm going to ask you to stand up. So seventh grade boys, if you have questions about D groups, those three men right there, who you need to ask? Seventh grade girls, if you have questions about D groups right there, Right there, eighth grade girls, you guys can ask them. And eighth grade boys, you guys can ask those. All right, if you leaders, go ahead and sit down. So tonight, when you go to next connection groups, I want you guys to ask those leaders about D groups. Because it's another opportunity for you to be sharpened and to follow the example of a godly leader. And here's the deal. D groups are a serious deal. If you come on Wednesday nights and you just have questions, that's cool. I want you to come every Wednesday night, but you don't have to. D-Groups is a commitment where you are committing to being there every week, every time your group meets. And what we're going to do, you might not do it this Sunday or the next Sunday, but sometime when your group meets, you guys are going to sign this covenant. It's a covenant saying, I, Drake, am committed to being discipled by Mike as he leads me. And I'm going to meet with Devrin, I'm going to meet with Garrett, I'm going to meet with Ethan, and I'm going to meet with these boys, and they're going to sharpen me. And we have these expectations for our group. I'm not, I'm not going to skip every week. I'm going to make this a priority. I'm going to be respectful, and I'm going to be honest. Whatever your group comes up with, there will be expectations. And then I want you to give this to your parent after your leader has you sign it, and I want your parent to sign it. So you and your dad or you and your mom or you and your grandparents are in on this together. Because this is a serious thing, man. Being discipled, growing closer and closer to Jesus doesn't happen on your own. 
If you don't hear anything else tonight, I need you to hear this. Christians are better. They're better when Christians are together. Because God created us to help one another follow Jesus. If you would, go ahead and bow your head and pray with me. God, thank you for the opportunity we have to come here and hang out together, to laugh and to have fun. Thank you for all you've done for us, and thank you for the opportunity that we have to meet with godly adults and godly peers. Jesus, we love you, and it's in your name that we pray. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.